Hi, I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy with another Global Real Estate School podcast. Okay, so I want to welcome everyone to the podcast, broadcast, or Facebook Live, whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for joining. And I'm excited that I'm talking to a, a good friend of mine, Denise Martin. Denise and I, it's kind of funny, I was teaching a CRB, I think it was a CRB course, Denise. It may have been another course. I, I took several courses that you taught when I was in Memphis. Within, she was in Memphis. And I tell you what, for a for a speaker and a trainer, you've not had an experience till you go to Memphis because the people are so nice and kind. And and uh, it's one of the few places where I, I feel like I'm preaching a sermon because you're getting all this great feedback from the people in the audience. But Denise and I met there and actually became Facebook friends and stayed in have stayed in touch for several years. And then about two years ago, we were both at the Missouri Real Estate Commission meeting and uh, she's like, yeah, I moved to Kansas City. So we got to acquainted. And then she's been working with Keller Williams for a number of years. And she helped me, introduced me to a school in Kansas and uh, was an integral part in helping Global Real Estate School provide courses through, an, through another school in Kansas and has also referred me to many people around the, the country. So Denise, thank you for that. <laughs> and I appreciate that. So you're welcome. Yeah, so I want to have another couple for you. <laughs> oh, good. All right. Well, I always appreciate that. <laughs> I'll give them to you later. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Denise, on my Global Real Estate School Facebook page, of course, I always want to help people pass the exam. But a lot of people who watch and listen also are just thinking about a career in real estate. And I just, you know, what are your thoughts or what do you, if somebody comes in and you meet someone and they say they're thinking about a career in real estate, what advice do you give them or what do you tell them? Because I know I have lots of people throughout my life who they always say they love looking at homes. So they think they would be a great real estate agent. And it's much more than that, but I'll let you elaborate right. your advice. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is. In fact, um, the buying and selling of real estate is actually not the job. The job is building relationships with people and um, showing them how you can help them. And you, you lead generate to build those relationships. So you can't just walk in the door, get your license, and all of a sudden you have all this business. That's not the way it works. It'd be nice if it was, but it's not. Um, and it's all about being willing to talk to people, and come from contribution because uh, it's not an impulse buy. You're not going to buy or sell a home just like that. It right. just doesn't happen. So you need to be in front of people and let them know how you can help them. Come from contribution. And that's how you build relationships. And that's how you build a real estate business. Okay, great. Excellent. Now you are, you tell, tell us a little bit about your career. You started out as a, I'm sure a salesperson, but when I met you, were you managing an office in Memphis or? Um, well, I did several different things in Memphis, so I'm not really sure. I think I was, um, director of training when we met. Okay. Um, 
but I've I've been a principal broker. I've been director of training, uh, assistant team leader, a team leader who runs the, you know manages the whole office, um, and then became a productivity coach. Okay. So I've kind of done it all, so I know all aspects of it. Now I know some people who are not on the and on on the call or maybe not familiar with Keller Williams, but I know you guys are. I think it's really cool how Gary has defined various roles inside the real estate organization. And if you haven't read the book, Millionaire Real Estate Agent, you, I think that's the title. It's a big red book. Right. I mean, he really lays out just, you know, when I read that book, I thought, and I've been doing this since I was 18. And I thought, you know, this just makes sense to me. But you now are what's called a MAPS coach. Tell us about what a MAPS coach is and who you're, who you help and how that, how that whole scenario looks or daily task or. Okay. Can I go back just a little bit and talk about the MREA book? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Cause it's, a I wanted book. to tell you, I read that book when I was with another national brokerage and used that book in production. And I doubled my business in one year, had no idea anything, but it was just a book. I and Keller Williams came to town um, after that in a few years, still didn't know it had anything to do. Gary Keller, millionaire real estate. I, I just didn't make the connection because if you read that book, it's not about Keller Williams. Right. It is right. about building a business. That's, that's exactly right. And you can even take real estate out of it and use it for a lot of different businesses because it's all about building a business from the ground up. It is. And I, I actually own the book and I downloaded the audio book and the audio book is really cool because in the book, there's lots of, of uh, uh, examples, lots of uh, stories from people. And so on the audio book, you're actually getting all these different voices who are reading all those parts. And I, I mean, I love the book and I think you should buy it, but it's a really neat listen as well. If you, if you've never listened to the audio book, I have not uh, listened to it. Yeah. So I have to go back and do that. So, um, so I'm kind of on one of these where I, I'm listening and reading because I feel like it's, you know, through my eyes and through my ears, I'm hopefully Mm -hmm. getting more information. But anyway, I wanted to mention that. So yes. And I think that's a great point that you brought up is, really can apply to any type of business. And you don't have to be with Keller Williams. This is not a Keller Williams webinar, but yeah. I just wanted to point that out that you you uh, uh, are now what's called a MAPS coach. And I really, mm -hmm. I've heard the term, but I don't really know what MAPS coach does. And I know coaching is very vital for people. We all need a coach, but I'll let you tell us a little bit about that. Okay. Um, well, I started out as what is called a productivity coach. And that is something in Keller Williams where basically we just take agents and help them, you know, coach them to be better. Because I don't care if you're playing baseball, football, um, exercising, whatever it is, you look at the people that are out there that are doing well and they have a coach. And some of them have several coaches and it's about accountability. It's a, it's about um, 
finding out what their goal is and holding them to it. Well, then after I was a productivity coach for, let's see, I became a productivity coach in 2013, and I just left the role last year, or this year, I totally left the role, but I became a MAPS coach last year, and what I do there is I coach the um, the PCs that are in the, the productivity coaches that are in the market center, I coach them to how to build a successful program. Okay. And there's other MAPS coaches that, you know, do team leaders and all the different roles that are in, in Keller Williams. Um, but it, it's, whether it's MAPS coaching or whether, you know, what coaching you have at the company you're with, I am, I am a big proponent of having a coach. That's where you have your accountability and that's how you grow. And I think that's a great point that it reminded me of a friend of mine just recently opened to Keller Williams overseas. I won't mention the, co the country, but he's a good friend of mine. And we were talking, I was just there in March visiting and, and at his office, he's just knocking it out of the park. But what's interesting is he was trying to do things a certain way. And when he, he met with a MAPS coach and the coach told him, and of course, this is all in French, you're doing everything wrong. You're not following, you're not following the recipe, <laughs> the system. Mm -hmm. And right. We have systems when, and models. Yeah. And when he, when he turned to follow that, he said everything turned around for him. And I mention that because so many people watching, whether you're a real estate agent now and you're struggling or you're not doing the production you want to do, or you're someone watching who says, well, I'd like to get a license, but are there too many people in the business? If you, if you just follow a coach's advice, if you follow the system or the recipe, you can have success in this business. And, you know, I know you guys are big on building relationships, as you've mentioned several times. Oh, yeah. So it's interesting. Well, and, why, and, and why go out and um, do the things that have already been proven do not work Yeah. and follow exactly. the things that do work? Because if not, you're just going back and reinventing the wheel. Kind of like, though, when, you know, you have teenagers and we've already been through that right. and we want to guide them. They don't always listen to us. Exactly. And then they find out the hard way. Yeah, it's the right. same thing with real estate. If you find a method that's been proven to work and it has a system, the model, all you have to do is follow it. Right. Just do what it says. Exactly. And it works. Exactly. That's right. So what about people, Denise, who maybe are thinking about getting their license, but they are fearful that there are too many real estate agents. What do you tell, what's your advice or, or, or response to someone who is on the fence, but they think maybe there's too many agents in the business right now? I don't think there's too, too many agents in the business. I think maybe there's not enough good agents. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, not calling anybody out. I just know right. there's some agents that are better than others. And if you will get trained properly and then you will get a coach to, you know, help you and get accountable and, and teach you the systems and models that work, you're going to be successful. 
I mean, I don't have the same sphere of influence that you do, or I don't really that anybody that I was in our market center with. We all have different friends and families, and you know, maybe a spouse has a different job, or where do you go to church? Or there's always somebody um, that doesn't know anyone. I right. mean, people go. Agents have open houses and people will come in and they're like, I don't have anybody. I don't even know anybody that sells real estate. And we all think we all know, you know, 10, 15 people, but you look and say, who's really, who's really doing it right? Who is someone that, that you would want to take care of your mom Mm -hmm. or your brother or your grandmother when they were making that move? And we have a lot of people who do come in and they say they like looking at houses and, you know, we'll say, well, if that's all it is, you might as well hang it up now. Right. Unless you want to be, we have, uh, we have teams that you can build. And, you know, if you just want to be a buyer's agent for someone, just go out and show houses all day long. Right. And then you, you find out there's a, there's a lot more to it than that. Right. And that's a whole nother area that sometimes agents don't realize I was just writing about this on a blog that I had written that maybe you don't want to work full time. Maybe there's a certain thing you would like to do. There are teams who ha- who are looking for buyers agents. There are teams oh, who all the time to um, meet inspectors and do various mm-hmm. small tasks and with inside the uh, the, the team that can save a lot of time for them, but allow you to still make some money. And then so I've had many successful agents who started out as assistants, just doing the paperwork and behind the scenes and learning the business that way. And then said, you know, I think I'd like to get a license and became very well, good and agents. There's also people that are looking for a career change and they don't feel like they can do it all at once. And um, you can be a dual career agent, you know, just find a company that supports agents who are looking to transition. And um, I've seen many of them end up going full time uh, and they do really well. Um, now, it's a little more difficult for them just because of balance of time. Um, it, I mean, teachers, they always make great realtors because they have you know, afternoons and summers and vacation. And then it's really big on a, a place for when they have their time in and they can retire and then they go into real estate full time. Exactly. Right. I joking. I mean, people ask me all the time when I'm traveling, well, because I do a lot of speaking internationally and I love to speak and train, but I tell people, well, I run an online real estate school. I'm a speaker and trainer, and I also am a real estate broker because I'm still in the trenches. And, you know, I, I jokingly say I have three different profit centers because, you know, there's nothing wrong, like you said, to have a dual career because, um, and and then maybe you trans, transfer over. Well, what about, uh, talk, let's talk a little bit about, okay, a person's now has their license. They're getting ready to join a company whether it be Keller Williams or Berkshire Hathaway or Colwell Bank or Century 21, any of them, any of them what, what advice would you give a new agent or even an agent who's struggling that wants to go back to the drawing board? What's your first, when you were a productivity coach, what were your first tips that you gave people and encouraged them to do? 
the first thing that I um, would teach an agent to do, and um, I would even start when people were in real estate school, and that is to have them to start building their database, whether it is on an Excel spreadsheet. Of course, there's tons of CRMs out there now that, that you can use in your phone. And, but it, it's have create this sphere of influence so that you can let people know and you have to work it as a business. Right. You have to work your database. Um, so I would say, number one, uh, you know, have your database. Um, there are scripts and dialogues out there that teach you what to say and when to say it and how to overcome objections. Um, I would practice, practice, practice your scripts um, because you don't, you want to practice when you're either with another agent or in front of a mirror or, you know, wherever you right. don't want to practice on your clients. Right. So if you do, if you do the scripts and role play, um, I mean, you have to learn your craft, but the, the big thing is knowing what to say and going out and saying it, because if you are with a company that has somebody to help you with your contracts and things like that, um, because we all know when you get out of real estate school, there's a lot more to learn after right. real estate school. Exactly. <laughs> and, and so we, I, I would encourage them to build a database, find some scripts uh, and role plays, dialogue. Um, I mean, there's tons of it on the internet. I was going to say uh, on the YouTube, brokerage there's that a you lot pick. of. Oh, yeah. A there lot is. Of, a and, lot of scripts. And, and I would say this, too, and I'm not promoting Keller Williams. I'm saying find a company that has some training that can help you, that you're not just out there by yourself. Right. And I know Keller Williams is not the only one. There's other training out there. and um, But find that one um, because you, you get what you pay for. Right. I mean, there are some that, you know, you uh, – they don't have splits or, you know, there's a lot of different compensation models. But if you look at it, you're normally getting what you pay for. Right. right. So make sure you're at a company that can help you. Um, your database, your scripts, and dialogue, and those are the very first two things I would say to do. Because the other stuff, until you get those down, you might as well not know how to write a contract. Right. Exactly. Because if you don't know the other stuff, you're not going to get to a contract right. and then have somebody there to, to walk you through. And there's always classes about how to do contracts and, you know, how to do a listing presentation, how to do a buyer consultation. Um, the other thing I would tell an agent, though, when you first get your license, it is so easy to take somebody out and show them a house and them not be pre-approved because you think you, you got to get them. Let me tell you, that is the biggest waste of time. You can build a relationship by having them to come into your office and show them, um, you know, have them meet a lender there. But if until until they are pre-approved, they're not a serious buyer. Right. Excellent. Great. Besides great. that, it's dangerous. Right. Exactly. <laughs> great information. Now, um, one of the things that I know Keller Williams, and I don't, I'm just curious if you've ever taken that, they offer a bold 
course, my friend Darren Kittleson teaches Bold, and I, I've met people who've gone through the Bold course, but it kind of, I guess why I'm bringing this up, it goes along with your your database and building it, treating it like a business, mm -hmm. but you really have to get out and meet people, and I know in the Bold course, they they really like push you to the limit on on contacting people. I mean, they want you to get your mind readjusted to where it's, right. it's a, a mindset yeah. start. on how many well, people. And, you and the contact. thing is I've been through bold six or seven times and I will go back again this year. Uh, Cause you're always at a different place when you go and they do, you know, update it. Uh, the main thing about it is you, you first go in there and they do, they work on your mindset so that you can learn um, the ways to do it. And they do push you. I mean, they push you so much, but then you find out you can do it. And then when you go back, you know, let's say, cause they, they push for a um, hundred contacts a week. Mm -hmm. And then uh, there's a special thing that you can do. That's a hundred contacts in one day. Right. Well, think and about just, it. If you've gone to do, hundred contacts in one day, uh, the next day, 20 is not going to seem like very many. <laughs> right. And, and it, for our, the audience, even a hundred contacts in one week, you said something earlier. There's, there's a lot of real estate agents out there, but there's not a lot of good ones. <laughs> there are yeah. some agents who would never make a hundred contacts in one year. And so, oh, no. you, you know, you, but the successful agents are, calling people they're they're making contacts they're visiting i um just from a speaker's perspective if i get on the phone and call two or three people or send out two or three emails from the group that i've worked with i normally always will pick up a speaking opportunity i mean i got another speaking opportunity this morning for a past client i've been there twice and i'm thinking well I thought maybe you were tired of me, but it just shows that, you know, your past clients and customers will refer. If you do a good job, they will refer other business to you. Oh, absolutely. I remember in the, the neighborhood um, that I lived in in Memphis, we um, we were a big part of the that next door group that's, that's out there, which is much bigger now than it was then. And I remember... Uh, people being on there and they needed somebody, you know, for, you know, painting their house or some remodeling and different things. And, um, and so I got on there and told them I could, you know, I could recommend somebody to them. And I said, if you want me to come take a look at the house and, and tell you things that um, is worth putting the money in because she was, she was going to sell it. And just by offering help, um, in one week, I got two listings and it was just being there to help people. Right. I didn't go to her to try to list her house because I, I had no idea who she knew. I didn't know what she needed. I didn't know if I wanted the listing. I mean, right. You don't want every listing that you go on. Exactly. Um, but if, if you're there for people and let them know, I mean, I still have people call us that will ask me about something or ask for a referral. And it's because they trust me. Right. Good. Excellent. Well, Denise, I know your time is very valuable. This has been very helpful. Anything else you want to give 
new agents or existing agents advice on how to be successful in real estate or things that you've seen agents make changes or do that were beneficial for their business? Um, time block their calendar that they lead generate every single morning. And, and, and um, how do you, that's a great question because, and I was just talking about that here with my real estate school and the, my two daughters who are helping me, but how do you, you know, sometimes I have good intentions to time block, but then something comes up and I, and I will allow that something to always push the time block out of the way. What's your advice? Do for I need to like coach me? you? Yeah. What do I have need a to coach. do? Yeah. <laughs> have a coach with okay. accountability. I mean, I have um, some of the PCs, they do lead generating for people in their program are looking to bring new agents um, in the market center. And when they say, this is my goal, this is what I want. Uh, I want you to hold me accountable to it. And if they start seem to not, be doing it I mean they text me every day I say I want to see a text I want to know how many people that you contacted that day to go towards reaching your goal so I should just block nine to ten I'm going to prospect and just don't let and anything not let else. anything else and if an emergency comes up is it then do I make it up or am I you take it if, if you do have to replace it to erase we call it re erase and replace. So if you have to take that time for something else, you have to put it somewhere else. Okay. Um, and, and let's say you took the whole day off, which is fine. You know, you may have decided to go to the beach for a day. Well, you still have to make X amount of contacts that week and X amount of contacts that month to reach your goal. So you just make it up somewhere else. Okay, good. Which leads me to another thing. Do you get into to your agents figuring out how much money they want to earn and how many contacts? Is there any formula that you suggest or use that works? Well, basically, they take um, the amount of money that they want to make and they have to figure out what well, depends on um, what company you're with and what kind of splits that you have. Right. But the main thing you want to look at is what's the average sales price in the area. Right. So uh, once you figure that out, you divide that into how much you want to make and you'll find out how many houses that you need to sell. And then, so if I need to sell 30 houses, let's say, how many contacts per is there a formula for, I've always heard like if you make 30 contacts, you'll get 10 warm and one will buy, or do you got this, do you have a number that if you contact this many people? Well, if, if you know them, it's about um, like 12 to two. Okay. You talk to 12 people, you're going to get a couple leads. Um, if you don't know them, if you're just cold calling, it's more like 50 to one. Okay. So that's and, why that And it also depends so on, it is, and it also depends on how well you are with your scripts, what kind of relationship you have with these people. Are you saying just the same thing over and over? Do you offer them something of value? There's lots of different ways to make that um, percentage better. Okay. And again, that's what a coach helps you with. Good. All right. 
Well, Denise, thank you so much. This was wonderful, and I appreciate your time. You're welcome. And Well, I, I just want to give you kudos for your school. Oh, thank uh, you. The reason I recommend you is because um, I've seen the pass ratio from people in your school, uh, the online school versus people who have actually been in class and have seen where going through yours, uh, there's a much higher pass rate. Well, thank you so much. And I, I tell people all the time, um, you you do more than just just have it out there. I mean, you the study sessions, you know, the flashcards. I mean, there's so many things that you offer that I haven't seen anywhere else. And um, I've seen the results, and that's why I promote your school. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. I really have been blessed to... I mean, just today I opened an email from a student who told me how much they enjoyed this school. And um, so it's been fun and I appreciate people like you who are referring others to us. And, and thanks for sharing this time because, again, I, I want to, you know, I'm always doing a lot of podcasts on definitions and math questions. But I also know that my current students, future students and past students who may be watching this, I want to help them learn how they can grow their real estate businesses and succeed and be and be successful. And you just shared some amazing uh, information. And uh, so get a coach and treat it like a business scripts and, and network with dialogue scripts are so important. And again, just go to YouTube and search for real estate scripts because it's amazing what you can find out. Uh, and, you know, sometimes, Sometimes people, when you say scripts, they think, oh, it's just something. But like I have scripts for, you know, I always jokingly say I have this script for on the length of listing I take. And it basically, I just say some people uh, like to work off a six month listing. We have some people that like a 12 month listing, but I normally like to go for, you know, ask for a four month listing. Well, I use that script because a lot of times sellers maybe only want to give you three months. Now, in today's market, a three-month listing is generally okay if it's priced right. But yeah, right. it seemed like it would always people would always go for a four-month listing. It made me work a little harder to try to get you know to keep to give them good service. If it didn't sell, it was easier for them to give me another four months. And general, generally, I would always have the property sold within eight months because I'm I'm not going to take properties that I can't sell. And and um, but that was just a script I had, and it was mm -hmm. people were. I think I guess what I'm trying to say is most sellers were really going into the listing, were planning to just give me three months, and by using that script, it allowed me to get that extra thirty days which just gave me a little extra buffer. And uh, well, yeah. Can I talk about that on a, yeah. a couple of those things you just said? Right. First of all, um, the reason people lose listings, 90% of the time is because they do not communicate exactly. with the seller. If you communicate with the seller, even if you have nothing to tell them, you say, you know, we, we still doing our marketing. Exactly. Um, you know, still promoting it. We haven't had any, anybody um, this week to come look through. That's how you're going to keep, 
keep your listing, even if right. you do list it for 30 or three months or four months or six months, because uh, there's some price ranges that don't sell that quickly. Right. And it's, it's all about communication. So um, communicate, communicate. You cannot communicate too much with your seller. If for some reason they think you are, they'll let you know. Right. You, you never hear say, hear people say, um, I'm getting, I'm canceling the listing because you contact me too much. That, right. that just doesn't yeah. happen. And as a broker. The other thing. I was just going to say, as Go a ahead. broker, as a broker, when I have three offices and 40 agents, the number one, and I didn't get that many complaints from sellers, but the number one complaint I would get from sellers was because of just what you said. They were upset because their agent had never gotten back in touch with them. I mean, exactly. if I, and I would preach that at sales meetings. And it's like, if I could just get everyone to do that, I mean, it was like complaint free there. And, and like you said, people just, even if you just say, I'm sorry, I wish we'd shown it more, but we just don't have anything going on. It gives you an opportunity to talk about a price reduction. So anyway, go ahead. Your second right. thing you were going to say is. The other thing I was going to talk about scripts, people will say, oh, that doesn't sound like me. That sounds like you're reading from a piece of paper. Well, you are in the beginning until you learn them. Right. The thing about scripts is you internalize them so you always know what to say if somebody throws an objection at you, if somebody talks about pricing, if somebody wants to list their house less time than you want to. It's all about being prepared with the right things to say. Right. It's going to come out sounding like you because your, your tone is yourself. Exactly. Your voice is yourself. The way body language is yourself. It's just those words that you learn. And when you internalize them, you'll be talking to someone. And next thing you know, you'll hear it come out. You're right. like, oh, that was a script. Yeah. And <laughs> because for like, I have scripts because I learned all this stuff. Exactly. And I used to tell new agents, they would say, what do I say? I'm a new agent. And, and I would say, you can tell a seller that, look, I'm going to give you so much attention trying to sell your property because I don't have a lot of inventory like some of the other. Right. And uh, after I sold my company and I went to work for a bank and then I came back after my non-compete clause, I remember somebody saying, well, how many listings do you have? And I, it was an objection that maybe they didn't want to list with me because I didn't have any listings. And I said, well, I don't have a whole lot of listings. And that means I could spend more time working and concentrating on your property. And they were like, they hadn't thought about that. And that mm -hmm. really cinched the deal for them to give me their business. But it's like, I took a negative and by knowing a script, flipped it to a positive. Right. And that's what you're talking well, about. Well, you know, and, and I always use, if you have like somebody that has a big team and uh, if you're an individual agent going against that team, what I would tell them is, you know, they already have it in their budget that 25% of their uh, listings are not going to sell. And they have so many, it's just part of it. Well, if you have four listings, you can't afford for 25% of your listings not right. to sell. That's right. Yeah. When, when you're an individual agent. Exactly. Um, you know, it, and that's, that's the way I would um, just spin it. Um, if you're an individual agent, 
you know, going against somebody that has a, a lot of experience. Just because they have a lot of experience, it doesn't mean that they're any better than anybody else. It means they mm -hmm. have somebody that's doing lead generation. Right. Excellent. Because I've seen agents who weren't that great and still had a lot of business. Yes. Decline a call there. That was coming in. Sorry about that. Well, listen, Denise, thank you so much. It's been a joy and uh, appreciate your kind comments on Global Real Estate School. If you're uh, thinking absolutely. about. Yeah. And if you're thinking about going to real estate school, check us out at globalrealestateschool.com. Denise, uh, it, again, works for Keller Williams. If she wants me to put her email on the subject line, I will. But if you need to get, if you You're have fine. any other questions for her, you can reach out to me as well. But Denise, thank you. All right. You can we'll, you can put my email address on there. That's fine. I'm I'm willing to answer any questions or help anyone that I can. Great. All right. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it, Denise. And and uh, thanks everyone for watching. Have John. a great day. Uh -huh. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the podcast for Global Real Estate School. I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy. Go out and make it a great day.